After an amazing week seven of college football, the men are starting to separate themselves from the boys. Let's get right into it here on the football podcast. This is the football podcast with Max and Dad. Here's your hosts. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. I'm Max. And I'm Dad. First quarter. Last weekend, a few of the top teams were looking just like that. Top teams. Starting off with Washington at Oregon. Give us a recap, Max. This was an insane Pac-12 thriller as Michael Penix Jr. went off having 302 yards, four touchdowns, and only one interception. Rome Odunze had a monster game having eight receptions for 128 yards and two touchdowns. Also, Washington's defense really came through when they needed it most. With just two minutes left in the fourth quarter, Oregon decided to go for it on fourth and three from the Washington 47. This would have sealed the win for the Ducks, but the Huskies' defense forced an incompletion, turning the ball back over to the offense, where Penix Jr. quickly took the lead two plays later with a TD pass. Again, UW's defense held Oregon just enough as the potentially game-tying field goal sailed wide right. The lasers were in! Next up, down in Texas, West Virginia thought they had won the game when they scored the go-ahead touchdown with 12 seconds left. But after a celebration penalty gave the Cougars decent field position after the kickoff, Houston QB Donovan Smith found Stefan Johnson for a 49-yard Hail Mary for the win. Kids, you have to control your excitement. The safe bet is to go to your sideline and celebrate with your team there. Trust me, you don't want to be that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. And finally, Notre Dame finds its luck against the number 10 USC Trojans as Sam Hartman had 126 yards and two touchdowns. And Notre Dame star running back Audric Estebe had 95 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. Second quarter. Highs and lows. First up, we have Washington and Michael Penix Jr. He had over 300 yards passing with four touchdowns and continues as the front runner for the Heisman Trophy. And Washington's defense really came through, holding Oregon to a season-low 33 points. If they continue to improve, I see the Huskies easily winning the Pac-12. Next up, Notre Dame came into this game against USC with dominance, absolutely taking it to the Trojans as they took the lead throughout the entire game. Caleb Williams was struggling mightily as he had three interceptions, which all led into Notre Dame touchdowns. Yeah, Max, just like I felt before the weekend, Notre Dame showed up and showed out. That Irish defense harassed Williams all night long, forcing USC into five turnovers, which really made all the difference in the game. This proved to be the biggest stat as USC's fight on was switched off in the 48-20 beatdown. And finally, LSU's defense is coming alive. Although LSU had 563 total yards of offense on Auburn, Their defense had a great game, led by Omar Spates with eight tackles after missing last week's game against Mizzou. 
Harold Perkins Jr. added five tackles and one sack. His closing speed is as spectacular as I've ever seen. Keep an eye on number four on the Tigers' defense. First up on the lows is Oregon's tough loss to Washington. This game pretty much had it all with both teams going back and forth throughout the entire game. But in the end, Michael Penix Jr. and his Huskies won it all. As it was a heroic victory for Washington, it was a heartbreaking loss for Oregon fans as they are pretty much out of playoff contention. Not to mention, they still have to play Utah, USC, and Oregon State. Next up, we've got Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes after a 29-point fail. The second half of the Colorado-Stanford game was hard to watch as Murphy's Law took place and everything that could go wrong for the Buffs did go wrong. Our pet's heads are falling off! From a DB falling down and giving up a 97-yard touchdown to defensive penalties on third down that kept drives alive, to the out-of-this-world touchdown catch off of the helmet of one of the Buffs' best defenders. There were nearly two dozen plays in the second half that all went Stanford's way. Coach Prime has to know when to reset his team. There's going to be days when things are just not going your way, but you have to collect yourself, calm your nerves, and focus to get back to playing your best. Three of the last five games, the Buffs will face top 25 opponents, so things don't get any easier. And finally, is USC losing their grip on the college football playoffs? After being humiliated by Notre Dame in a 28-point loss, their schedule doesn't get any easier. Four of their last five opponents are ranked in the top 25. The Trojans may lose another three games. Third quarter. What's the outlook on the Heisman race, Max? Well, we got five candidates on this list, and starting off with number five, we got the Heisman Trophy winner from last year, Caleb Williams, as he has 2,021 yards, 23 touchdowns, and four interceptions. His chances of repeating back-to-back -back Heisman trophies really took a hit against Notre Dame. Number four is Bo Nix from Oregon. He has 1,796 yards, 17 touchdowns, and one interception. Number three, have Shadur Sanders as he leads the nation with 2,420 passing yards, 21 touchdowns, and three interceptions. Number two from LSU, Jaden Daniels. He has 2,294 passing yards, 515 rushing yards, and 26 total touchdowns. And number one, to no surprise, is Michael Penix Jr. from the Washington Huskies. Over 2,300 yards, 20 touchdowns, and three interceptions. Had an amazing game against Oregon last week, and we'll see what he can do in the future. Fourth quarter. What's your prediction? All right, we have some great football coming up this weekend. We're going to start off with number seven, Penn State, at number three, Ohio State, with a 12 o'clock noon kickoff. What do you have for us, Max? This is going to be a great test for Ohio State. It's going to be a great test for Kyle McCord, Ohio State's quarterback, to where if he can stay in pocket, Ohio State is going to blow out Penn State. And for me, they're going to do just that this week as I'm going to be taking the Buckeyes with this one. 
Yeah, both teams are 6-0, and uh, but in my humble opinion, I believe Ohio State has the better resume and overall win against Notre Dame on the road, so I'm taking the Buckeyes. Buckeyes! Next up, with a 3.30 kickoff, we have number 17, Tennessee, at number 11, Alabama. Does Tennessee have the magic to pull off another upset over Bama this year? What do you think, Max? I'm going to go with an upset here with the Volunteers. Alabama's defense looks sloppy the last two games, and I think it's going to catch up to them this week. Yeah, you know, Alabama has better players overall. I believe they have better recruiting. I believe they have better athletes. And with that said, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to take Tennessee because I don't want Alabama to win. Next up, we have number 16, Duke, at number four, Florida State. Kickoff at 7.30. Who do you got, Max? Duke definitely showed their power against Clemson and Notre Dame. But this week against Florida State, as they have to travel to Tallahassee, I don't think it's going to be enough for the Blue Devils as Florida State will get the victory here. Yeah, being that this is not an academic decathlon, I'm going to take the Seminoles to handle business at home. Next up, we have number 14, Utah, going to number 18, USC. Kickoff at 8 o'clock. What's your thoughts, Max? I'm going to be taking the Utes here. I think Notre Dame really exposed USC's defense last week, and I think Utah is going to build off of that, and they're going to hand them their second loss of the season. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with the Trojans to bounce back after a crushing defeat to Notre Dame. USC will win big over the Utes. And finally, we have an ACC matchup kickoff at 8 p.m. Clemson at Miami. Neither of these teams are ranked for the first time in a while, and I'm going to take Miami at home. After two straight losses, I think the Hurricanes can do enough to get the season back on track. What do you think, Max? These two teams are really strong for not being ranked. I'm going to go with the Hurricanes at home. I feel like they'll have a great bounce back game at their house. Thanks for joining us this week. Subscribe, follow us, and click that notification button to know when new episodes drop each week. This is Max. And this is Max's dad. Thanks for listening. <laughs>